This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. (laughs) Boy! And welcome back to 90 for Chill, the podcast. This is your host, Cool Movies Darth. And if you're using a smart home device, Russ Stevens will probably get you to this podcast quicker. But I digress. If you want to follow all the movies that I've been watching, you can do that at the Letterboxd website. That's L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D dot com. And find the username CMDarth. This week, we're going to conclude my conversation with Michael Dubois about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's kind of crazy that we almost went three hours talking about this 90-minute movie, but it was his favorite, and I think that's not going to change much. Finer points of Gene Wilder. Can it top the anti-capitalism stance that we've grown to have? We will find out. Otherwise, I would love to have more guests on the show. I've been resting on on my laurels i guess um i still have two episodes in the can uh one with the poetic critic we're gonna do a little oscar chatter so that's next week and we'll have a podcast at least a debut for this podcast with tim loss as we discuss uh the john doe and dj adrock biker movie roadside profits from the early 90s nice little comedy there in my opinion but you know what i haven't talked or gotten to have conversations about movies that i don't really see think are that great like i sent a tweet out saying that i had finally gotten around to watching doom and it does qualify for 90 for chill the podcast i really wish i would have watched it on hbo max instead of the netflix dvd with the unrated version because that's already too long a movie or i should say the first two acts are way too long third act's all right i don't know i'm just saying i'd like to get a debate out there i don't really get to argue too much and you know what i think that's really hurting my brain socially so i just can't go and take this time off to watch all those fine 100 minute damn near three hour movies that i mean to i just need the social interaction it's been a rough couple of weeks bad date a couple weeks ago and then a peoria trip where It just kind of left me feeling like I am not going to grow any further. So a bit depressed, a bit in an existential funk, but I think, you know, visiting Stacia's grave and not leaving until I had some kind of solution to at least try to get better. Put on the mic and it's real nice. You just got to talk to more people and this is a lot easier than going to a bar. So if you want to be on 90 for Chill the podcast, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Come up with a movie, a theme, a director, an actor, as long as we focus on features. And I should say the narrative of features between 74 and 99 minutes. I'm proud of every episode I've done. If there's a bad episode, I blame Zoom. Help me out. I'm not going to leave you on that such a downer. I will recommend Last Night at Soho, which is just an excellent movie. Edgar Wright never misses. And for those who are a fan of the Matrix franchise, you know, if they truly understand it, you got to at least watch a playthrough of Enter the Matrix. I think even fans of just The Matrix can get into Matrix Resurrections. Wish they would have done a little more with the Merovingi, but, you know, it's a tease for a possible sequel, which I don't think is going to happen. Thank you, Pandemic. So, I better go and wrap this up just to get us back into the show. And you're here for Willy Wonka, or you're here for Michael Dubois, so let's go and get that taken care of for you. Thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill the Podcast, and enjoy. It's Fan Appreciation Month at Screen Junkies, and to reward our awesome fans, we're making the honest trailers that you voted for. Here's your second place choice. From Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. From Creepy Dr. Seuss comes a classic blend of fairy tale, horror film, and two ounces of shrooms. 
Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Experience a movie that's pure children's wish fulfillment, but still wasn't afraid to scar you for life. Ah! That balanced out its joy and wonder with lessons on how adults were mostly idiots, kids were mostly evil. Can't you shut up? I'm busy. And even good guys could freak out at any moment in a secret test of your integrity. You lose! Good day, sir! Candy's good, trust is bad. Got it. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. That was a long bit about, you know, capitalism and how I would think Slugworth would just kill families. Um, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Like, that's definitely a thing that would be in the realm of possibility if if things were as bad as they are in, in, in today's world. Yeah. Um, which they probably were. Well, let's... that's kind of what Raoul Dahl seems to write about well specifically. you and you have to keep in mind he was also a spy he's yeah. seen the worst of a society um or i shouldn't say the worst the most pragmatic yeah yeah <laughs> uh i mean you just think of game of thrones again with um you know uh the theon spider. well i was thinking more of theon Greyjoy. like after they burnt the bodies of the um kids to fake the deaths of the stark boys mm, and right and he said he's got he's got a purse full of money and says all right take these to the um to the pharma what do you mean if you want a man's silence you silence them <laughs> no um so let's see i was thinking of stuff like um I really wish I did have a shit ton of sweets when I was watching this movie last night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, I think I thankfully stocked up. I got some, <laughs> uh, some gummy worms and stuff. Oh, dude. And I just restocked all the bloody snaps, snacks at my retailer. And I got an employee discount. So shit. Mm. Um, so I'm just going through the fire. Turkey port. beef jerky is pretty good. The, the, the one that they got there. Mm. <laughs> Or at least maybe that was just at my my yeah uh, might have been I'm not when a... I worked there <laughs> right. I mean, listen to the to the episode about um, ready or not, you can figure out the retailer. Yeah. Hey, if it gets them there, listen to that episode. Bloody hell, I'll risk it. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Um, so let's see when they're going through the. Uh, I'm sorry, I could not. I couldn't do the tour. No. Not because the scary boat ride. I I think that was I the the older I get, the cooler it gets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's see. Um, but my OCD would kick in the moment we're in the um um the the first room of the like people ripping into stuff. Oh yeah, eating it out of their hands. No man. Like that's like yeah. double dip in your bloody nacho, man. Come on. Fair. Like some f- smack spoons. That's all I'm asking for, Willie. Uh let's see. Um, so yeah, I mean it's kind of uh there's some great like we I I mentioned how this really plays out absurdist and the sense mm-hmm. of what would become 80s comedy. Uh, which again, nine years ahead of its time, maybe seven years. I mean, it's 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 not too far removed from Animal House if you really look at it without the sex jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some great direction, like if you, I mean, obviously, but like the moment you get Augustus Gloop and they cut, let's go to Dusseldorf, Germany, to, um. Uh, hear from augustus gloop and you see the reporter is standing right where antlers are set it's just <laughs> like those little clever miss on sun um that get that impressed me uh and other things i caught on was i didn't realize the uh the salt family was from the nut business <laughs> Oh, I I didn't catch that either. Well, no, I mean, I think I probably even remember the line, like uh, Sam Beauregard saying, so what's your business? Salt? Nuts. And um, 
you know, pass in passing, but you know, he's talking like mm-hmm. we shelled seventy thousand candy Wonka bars. Mm-hmm. We haven't yep. shelled a painter and like okay, yeah. Um, that, that is one of my favorite scenes because it is just the most ridiculous. Oh, just like one. For- how do you afford that many? Like, how many nuts do you sell, really? And and two, all everybody busting their balls for a Smack- pound raise. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. Yeah, I mean. I mean, a book. Six. I mean, to be fair, inflation. This was back in the seventies. A pound was a lot. Oh no! Well, a pound's still a buck sixty. I think. I mean, it's still the highest currency. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I would. Oh, the things like, oh, interviews like uh, for positions. I'm gonna have to say, well, I'd like a pound raise. Um. <laughs> uh, so. Y'all do seven percent raises here, right? <laughs> I'm like that ambitious, Jeesh. Um, well, I mean, well, I mean, you you need a seven percent. I know, I know what I need, okay. but it's like, yeah, yeah, I know what I can get. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's the problem. Is yes, the, there's yeah. a big difference between those two. And right, really shouldn't be. Nope, no, you're we're we know we're right. And mm. It's just like telling, telling. Like I, I sent a tweet out today. Like, okay, you want to be an anti-vaxer? Fine, but you have to be part of a three-person human centipede. Look, you're talk, you're you're used to people talking out of their asses. I don't see a problem. And I'm saying a three-person centipede. I mean, there's a thirty-three and a third chance that you're not going to be the ass end. Well, um. So I'm just saying I'm just saying it's tough enough dragging people into the into reality into intelligence I suppose Um, you you can't you you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink that's oh I shove like you better start drinking you're gonna start drowning yeah don't 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 give me a horse (laughs) Um, so let's see so I mean, um, I definitely recommend watching Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I mean, Burton's ironically had Wonk. I guess the big difference is Wonka is the star in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and of course that's the ironic portion. With yeah. no, it's Charlie is supposed to be the star. Um, and I think the big problem with uh, Johnny Depp is he doesn't understand that he is a great supporting actor, mm-hmm. which another a great character actor, I should say, like. Mm-hmm. This is the difference between him and Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder is Gene Wild. You cast Gene Wilder to be Gene Wilder. Mm-hmm. Johnny yes. Depp, yes. So I mean, he's, yeah. he's excellent. This is this is excellent, but it's not far removed from anything else. Like he plays emotions. Um, like um, uh, I love, and I'm a Woody Allen apologist. I'll just be upfront. I have not watched it. I just know he, I know he's responsible for a shit ton of trauma on the Pharaoh family, regardless. <laughs> but um, the film, everything you wanted to know about sex, but were afraid to ask. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, I, Gene. I'm Wild- sorry, no, I just saw that on the list, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's interesting. Gene Wilder is in a story. The story technically is about the about sodomy. Hmm by the basic by the most basic definition of sodomy meaning anything unnat unintended by god Mm. so and basically it's a story about bestiality in all honesty oh oh it's no it's it's brilliant don't (laughs) okay well uh, i know like that the the problem that i have with that on surface value without again i haven't seen it so i don't know but on surface value is that a lot of the arguments against homosexuality is that, uh, which is very cl- closely tied. No, you're 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 right there. It's like yes, no. It's like if we start letting men marry men or women marrying marrying women, when's it going to stop? No, I, I understand the argument, but I'm just saying it's 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 a dumb argument. But yes, like but no, we we play it out in this movie. In this movie, uh, and let's just say it ends with a a 
destitute Gene Wilder drinking Woolite. And we'll end it with that. See, I I I, I can't I'm never be gonna be able to escape the comic genius of Alan. That he's a sick asshole. Uh, I can't. <laughs> um, so but um so as they say, Wilder's always playing Wilder, while Johnny Depp makes the mistake of I must be a different character every time. And and Brad Pitt knows, no, you I'm Brad Pitt. Am mm-hmm. I putting on a southern accent, a Texan accent, a Tennessee accent? Yeah. I believe it was a Tennessee accent. And Glorious Bastard was Tennessee. I don't know what it was when he was playing in um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Oh, yeah. I haven't I still haven't seen that one. Oh I, I loved it. I keep forgetting but... it exists. Yeah. I need to I need Yeah, to no, it was a it was a weird time pre just right before the pandemic and everything. But no, excellent. Leonardo DiCaprio's excellent. Like mm-hmm. I keep saying I have to show if I have kids, I'm 42 years old. I don't see that happening. But if I do, be aware I'm going to show them a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio stuff just so they understand the memes. Fair enough. I need the, they need to know that context of the Great Gatsby holding that glass, that champagne glass, mm-hmm. or um, Leonardo DiCaprio t- pointing at the TV screen. Yeah, and definitely, I, you had my curiosity. Now but you now you have my attention <laughs> like yeah. yeah no kids need to understand that mm-hmm. oh and, um, so as i sell myself as a possible breeding material there uh, <laughs> i had that feature disabled so okay i'm uh <laughs> i i i i i i encourage you to do what is right for you i know what is right for me <laughs> no no I don't it, me it's just wishful thinking like uh, but if I have a kid I have somebody to justify me opening action figures with <laughs> no, you know what screw that open up action figures for yourself we live in the year of our lord 2020 like like you don't have to be ashamed of the things you like anymore there again we talked about this before there are people who unapologetically watch the, or listen to slash watch the Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> He is his only claim to fame is that he is he, he has injected himself with strange chemicals and he was the host of Fear Factor in the 2000s. You can do anything you want to do. Well, like, we 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 all thought he was going to be the sane member of the because um, of Andy Dick. We thought he was going to be the sane member of the uh, news radio cast. Also, but um, no, I what I'm saying is that there's no point in opening your toys if you're not going to be able to play with somebody uh, that's no, yeah, where that's i'm getting at. so get yeah but um you know going into about um really the differences and what uh i don't know like as i say charlie and the chocolate factory is not a kid's movie it's a no. thorough adaptation of raul Dahl. Mm-hmm. And he hated children. So yeah. it's more about parents mocking children. Um, mm-hmm. And the problem is Johnny Depp doesn't, doesn't have a clue that, look, okay, yeah, you were Jack Sparrow. One character, man. Okay, all right, all right. You were Edward Scissorhands. But that's still mm-hmm. like um, Ed Wood. Okay, yeah, you've done some great characters, but you don't have to do a character every bloody time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to be Johnny Depp. People cast, mm-hmm. you know, like people cast Brad Pitt and he's willing to do whatever. But if you want to cast Brad Pitt to play Brad Pitt, he'll play Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, so Johnny Depp's, I don't know. I'm uh that's an entire uh case of worms when you go into Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and it's like, hey, I, I believe me, I've experienced the trauma of abuse on and i can you know try to relate to what the other person the other person thinks so Mm -hmm. um so um but i will say that um there's wiser dialogue in um like charlie and the chocolate factory the dialogue yeah i expect that from raul Dahl and tim burton 
Um, but everything is timed more well in this film. And Gene Wilder is playing Gene Wilder. Just mm-hmm. he's just expressing emotion. And um, so I would say in, in a very fantastic way, my oh yes. No, I but I'm just saying, like, yeah. uh, that was a note I took. Did Missy Elliott take that, strike that, and reverse it from Willy Wonka? <laughs> Gods, I hope so. Okay. I, I, like I I like again like this is one of my favorite movies and a large portion of that is that I just take I just took the things that he said in this movie and like just started saying them a lot yeah um, oh strike that reverse, reverse it, it. <laughs> yeah uh and like like there are several times in my life in which I have just been sitting there going springtime the only pretty ringtime birds sing yes a ding a ding so like just randomly for no right. reason but and that's a that that's a celebration of the script again like mm. oh um after he throws some soccer cleats into a mm-hmm. into the vat what did you do that for give him a little kick <laughs> yes i mean that little subtlety um that's like you don't need to go and act i mean you don't have to be bloody john lovitz mm-hmm. um i don't know if you're young old enough to remember master thespian it was a Saturday live sketch uh series where it was john lovitz like oh, i am taking on the greatest challenge of my life as santa claus and he's doing all this acting like why the oh at your age, you should be doing this and that. By this age, I was acting in... <laughs> mm-hmm. And he eventually gets fired and he fakes his own death. Like, oh! And, and, and okay, alright, alright, he's not fired. Oh, well, I was never really dying. Acting! <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure you probably got around to the critics, so it's not too far removed, honestly. Yeah, I I I haven't uh, I haven't seen that specifically, but I I remember Patrick Stewart doing a similar uh thing where he was where he's just sitting there and he's like pretending to be asleep, and then he's like, "I bet you thought I was asleep." <laughs> yes, acting. Yes, like... no, Patrick. Like it, it kind of sucks for John Lovitz, but then again, he's bitched about council culture, so. Yeah. Like, nothing nothing the mark of a of a shitty comedian is people talking about cancel culture like yes. or is being like i'm not funny anymore because of cancel culture yeah. no you're not funny anymore because you can't adapt right like, like rob schneider jim brewer hey, yeah yeah it's a so let's see where's the bloody phone okay yeah so let's see so in the end, I would think like if you want a movie to show your kids, you obviously show them Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a musical that takes that fits within ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. I hate to kill that vibe for you. The producers, the original producers, only one song. <laughs> so no, that's, uh, that's but, fine. So you know, by the end of it though, I'm watching it and you have that. Well, I did actually catch like again cynical when Wonka is walking down the stairs at the beginning of pure imagination mm-hmm. and his steps he's taking and such kind of reminded me of joker yeah no that's okay see that that's actually a whole thing that i wanted to talk about was that like if anybody else was playing willy wonka if, if it was anybody but gene wilder i think that it would have been a lot more clear that Wonka is the villain of the movie. Oh, he's he's a capitalist guy who literally like was trying to protect his chocolate secret so hard that he went and colonized an entire new species to work effectively as slave labor, and yes. like then holds this national uh, national 
international 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 yeah international contest where he and where people end up getting like seriously disfigured and possibly killed we don't know their fates we never well, find out no, what they're, happens they're, to them. okay they're they're he are. just assures us that they're fine he's like no okay. trust me they're fine all right well let's that's that's funny because i was researching i know there was a sequel book to this yeah uh that would be um Charlie and the great glass elevator where mm-hmm. they explain all the fates. And I'd say you see those mm-hmm. in Charlie and the chocolate factory. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Like uh, th- that is a thing in Charlie and the chocolate factory. You do find out, but in this movie, yes, but I'm just don't. saying, I'm just <laughs> saying that he didn't write a sequel book until 1972. This movie came out in 1971. So I yeah. think he was wise enough to figure out, Oh yeah. People think I just, bloody murdered children um so no world world doll was a weird yeah but i don't know it's one of those like at the end when he gives the chocolate factory over to charlie and basically saying that only a child would run it the way i run it Mm -hmm. which you as you indoctrination well but as you just said like no i'm pretty sure like if you let an adult who figured who saw what you just did run things the way you're running them, I'm sure they would agree with you. No, like no. I'm, so, you know, like oh, you can just uh, dislocate a race of midgets. I'm sorry, I I don't like. I'm I'm sorry to drop the M bomb. It's one of those like really dwarf is the term you wanted to choose. Like I would have gone like I understand elf with the Santa Claus thing, but they are certainly cooler in uh Tolkien. I mean elves over dwarves, my opinion. Now I'm just showing my racism. Like Legolas kicks ass. You know, ah uh, shoot, I can't like I can hardly remember the name of uh Gimli. <laughs> See? Gimli. Gimli. yeah it took a you know took a moment though like <laughs> see meanwhile i'm i'm team dwarf screw those knife-eared bastards living forever in their crystal palaces yeah no i'm not saying they weren't douches i'm just saying like <laughs> if i would if i got the pick a straw if i got the if i got the pick my fate i'll take the immortality in crystal castles mm. Instead of mines, I mean, jeez, mines or ale. Uh, well, I don't know. Legolas could handle it, but so by the end of it, though, Willy Wonka gives it to a child, and I'm very much thinking Anakin Skywalker here. (laughs) Hey, he was cool after the end of Phantom Menace, but like, I mean, I suppose if he's locked up in there and never sees a woman for the rest of his life it'll be okay everything will run fine but i got last temptation of christ vibes here man (laughs) yeah 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 so but i think i've checked off everything how many notes how many things i want to check off to begin with five there's ten that's fifteen damn I mean, I don't know. This is uh, a podcast to destroy your childhood, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I do appreciate Chromebooks for a lot. Like, damn, we're not. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I don't have it hooked up to the battery because I needed it closer to me. Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so better close that, though, just because I know they it does screw up on me on occasion. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right. Come on so yeah i mean it's i don't know like there's a certain naivety to willy wonka and i think that even applies to the tim burton version but i don't think he really knows what he's doing is wrong yeah yeah no like that, that is actually that is uh another thing that i would i was gonna point out is just like I I think that he's just like he's very it's very insular his oh almost yes. by 
almost by design. design. And, yeah. And so he just doesn't understand. And like, I think that's part of the reason why he needs a kid to run it is because like i need you to not on or like the the whole thing is that i don't understand what i'm what i'm doing is wrong so i need somebody who also doesn't understand because like the moment that you explain it to an adult like like actually explain it then they're just like um this is a little messed up (laughs) um but that said i i i do still appreciate the because like like especially the boat scene which is yes. one of my favorite scenes in the oh movie, should... it, it ages bet the more and more you see it the better it becomes yeah and it's just like like wonka at that point just for a few moments becomes an eldridge an eldridge horror and i just i just love that so much um a because I love Eldritch horrors, and B because I just love the idea of this candy man, like just taking these people out into a lake and just showing them the horrors of the world. No, I mean they gotta like that. You know, you gotta appreciate Willy Wonka just being upfront with it. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's the problem. We don't maybe if we took every bloody redneck with a five f's shirt uh you know faith family Mm -hmm. firearms uh it's the third f freedom yeah see what's what's also i'm just saying if you show the if you take you know all right yeah you want to buy that shirt you're gonna take a trip to keball with me (laughs) oh then yeah you might change so uh, one thing that I, I do want to challenge is like, cause, cause my ancestors did come from Kentucky a little bit on my, at least on my mom's side. And like, Oh, there's, there's a bit rednecks, of incest on the Hensons. I'm not going to question. <laughs> d- d- like my point is, is that like, like the term redneck has been bastardized. Like actual rednecks were bootleggers who would run from the cops because Smack- them. like that's, like they they were the ones like they were the the rednecks are most known for like the coal mines in Appalachia. Well, yeah, but I thought like, red, and I thought showing red, class solidarity and getting slaughtered by their by their smacking. Uh, uh, oh, I don't know what words I wanted to use. Like the people who own the mines, effectively. Right. Well, I thought like, I thought I thought redneck came from the fact that they were. Uh, slave slaveholders who didn't have to do the work just whip and all that exposed their their neck to the sun hence they got red Mm-mm. nope okay. nope that the no the 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 rednecks ironically were the ones that were doing the labor and that's why they they're they got um sunburned on the neck sunburned yeah like that was the that was the thing is that like they were they were the, I mean we can all agree crackers means wit means master. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, that's where that comes from. Yeah. yeah. Is and that's yeah, it's 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 not from the from the um from the uh uh I guess the food stuff of cracker. No, it's it's because that's the sound that the whips make. Yeah, no, um, I no white whitey's looking like saltines. I get that one. Um <laughs> Yeah, no. So I, I had a big blog about how I did not get booked in Peoria after I said, you know what? After uh, Charlottesville, maybe we can't have uh, here baby faces with Confederate flags. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah maybe that's not. Yeah, a thing that well, can happen. Right. Well, as I say, I get I got boycotted from Peoria, and, eh, so for writing that. But mm. I digress. Uh, <laughs> perhaps perhaps that wasn't a bad thing no 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 i i I meant it was all shit but it's like yeah yeah, but i'm an artist man i need a place to yeah no i understand yeah like you know like it sucks it sucks that the environment does not it it sucks that the environment is is friendly to the thing that you stand against yeah but yeah i yeah it's 
though I it, it, it came that. down to that i got to the point where okay do you want to wrestle for us and it's like yeah by this point i can't say yes <laughs> no i could sell myself out because you don't want the bad press or mm-hmm. or i could take the stance and it's like oh, i'm 35 years old smack it <laughs> yeah i mean i think i, I blew, mean i think fair, I, but... I think I've, i think i blew my pcl today at a retailer so uh, yeah it's the pcl it's not that important but <laughs> i mean blowing anything doesn't sound like a good time <laughs> well i mean well i should say perspectives <laughs> um yeah <laughs> depends on um uh, if it's not actual, I was talking blow- about if it's not actual groups. blowing, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we were, we were talking about rednecks. Yes, rednecks. Um, but yeah, no, like it's just, it's just, yeah. It, again, like the the my my hundred a hundred percent of my enjoyment of this movie comes from Gene Wilder just being amazing. And just the absurdist comedy. And I, I, if you like Gene Wilder and you like absurdist comedy, this is a movie for you. Um, as long as you can ignore all of the uh, the colonialism. Well, but that's you going know, on. if you write that up to being absurdist, it's perfectly yeah. fine. I mean, no, we shouldn't. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult spot to be in. Like. But we're we're a wise person will just this is I mean, I think may have had that conversation about they live, how it's been adapted by the mm-hmm. right wing is like, no, the aliens are the Illuminati. It, right. Oh no, we definitely yeah. had that conversation. And yeah, I no, think, we definitely did. Yeah, and it's like all right, if you realize that Willy Wonka's Willy Wonka is just, you know, naive. Mm-hmm. Like, and you realize that that doesn't work in the real world. Yeah, it's fine. The problem yeah. is people don't get the fact that this guy has the brain of a bloody child, a smart child, mm-hmm. but a child nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It isn't it? Does it excuse the behavior? No, but but like that's that's another thing like uh i actually watched a really a really interesting video talking about like the pure of heart trope yeah uh, which generally comes up in a lot of like like prophecies stuff where like right oh well, a pure of heart hero will show up what well what does pure of heart actually mean and in this in this instance it seems to be like naive like yes. you're naive to the um to the horrors that you are causing effectively and well um, i i guess that i don't know because that kind of plays into well what does charlie think does he is he mm-hmm. too young to realize that you're exploiting orange little people mm-hmm yeah, and like that that would be an interesting like if you were ever to do like a 40 years later sequel. Right. Well, I no, guess I'm just years now. Jesus. Oh jeez, don't look, I'm bloody yeah. old enough as it is. This is only nine years younger than I, older than I, older than I, bloody hell. Um but as I say, with the uh, I just imagine things going to well. I think we, sorry, I think we justified that. As long as Charlie doesn't realize that there's sexuality, everything is fine. As I say, like, well, I brought up the, um, and I I put it in my notes as the book of Charlie, i.e. the book of Boba Fett. Like, Um, as long as Charlie doesn't realize that, like, Charlie's, definitely set up to have anakin skywalker vibes oh right 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 Right. so i'm just saying eh, as long as he doesn't uh doesn't doesn't fuel his mother fixation i think i think everything might be fine hoping (laughs) fingers crossed like the other thing about that though okay so like uh yeah i I did i missed this when we were talking about it yeah at first but uh like the other thing like the thing about the Anakin Skywalker thing was 
and it and it kind of goes to how smacked up the Jedi Order is like overall. Um, but well, I would like, say the, the Jedi naivety, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there, except, it's except that some of them know what they're doing, and it's not necessarily healthy. Um, uh, no, they've just no. been led to believe that it is the only way. Well, there's um, a there's a um, podcast, the rewatch, not the rewatchables, binge mode on the Ringer Network via Spotify. Sorry, but um, where they discuss which Jedi is actually screwed. <laughs> Yeah, like no, Obi Wan yeah. gets it on. Oh, it's, all the it, time. It's bloody Ewan McGregor. Like, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm a, I look if I don't see or if I don't see Obi Wan Kenobi boned down in the Kenobi show, I don't even know what they made that show for. Oh, don't even. I don't want to think that deep, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, I like, mean, I look. Train Spotting is my favorite movie to begin with, and like, <laughs> Young Adam is going to show up on Ali's accessory shop from Ed, <laughs> on Etsy's Trash Feature review, which I've already seen. And it's like, I don't know, Ian McGregor. I'm not. I, I, I claim to be hetero flexible, but I might go total buy on that one. Like, yeah. he's a very he's a he is he is an objectively attractive man. Yes, um, yes, very but, much so. <laughs> but like, yeah, no. If I like, I just I just want that because I want that to be canon. I want that Obi Wan Kenobi Smacks. to be a canon in the Star Wars universe. And you claim you want to tell these more mature stories, well do it well the only the only the yeah you say do it and it's like yeah. that that was the biggest disappointment about rise of skywalker why couldn't we made Rey a kenobi yeah i look we I really have, we really feelings we, about this really we like, only i really needed, liked we only needed two extra movies i think instead of a trilogy like i I think that they should have just stuck with what Ryan Johnson gave them. Yes. Ryan no. Johnson gave like no, he Ryan, took an etch a sketch to what they were planning. No, this is and this I think is they a should have just this is down. a this is a total force. Uh, this is a total Last Jedi supportive mm-hmm. podcast. I don't yeah. think I've ever ran into anybody uh, otherwise say otherwise. Yes. Yeah. No, that would have been the right thing to do. No question there that Ray yeah. is just Ray. Ray is Ray is nobody, and that that like thematically that would have made more sense. Yes, but because they were they were trying to reset the reset everything. But and they my, were trying. My my only problem with Ray is the fact that she speaks with a British accent. Yeah, like that. And there's only one other person who does that, and it's Smack- Kenobi. Yeah, right. And as a Jedi, at least. Um, Otherwise, you're you're in you're in league with the Empire or the First Order. And the sad thing is, like when I was looking for a job when I was relocating to Champagne, all right, did my interviews, dropped off my resumes, whatever, fudge. And like, like one of the things that really attracted me to Champagne and it's no longer around is the Art Theater, the oldest independent-owned co-op theater in the country. And one night they had, one day I was down here, they had a showing of Studio Ghibli's Your Name, not Your Name, um, like, ah, shit. Um, Like, just yesterday, whatever, um, I'll, of course, I closed the bloody Chromebook. Uh, What was it? Only yesterday, something like that. Um, And the cast... The, the English cat, English speaking cast, uh, was the led by Daisy, Daisy Ridley and Dev Patel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dev just sticks to his English accent. All right. It's good because he has to do Indian so much. So I'll mm-hmm. excuse that. Um, Daisy Ridley does an American accent. Mm-hmm. Why did we make John Boydega? who I already knew only yesterday is the movie. Um, but why do we make John Boydega, who just made his name on Attack the Block, mm-hmm. the most English ghetto science fiction movie you're ever going to see, 
mm-hmm. do a British an American accent as well. Like if Daisy had it in her, like yeah, I hands up. I don't know. Yeah, no. Like I, mean, I, I think maybe that is what they were planning. Is that they were planning on doing the Kenobi thing, and then like the last Jedi came out, and they're like, "Well, now we just have to completely right. We, we to gotta shift everything. Right. We gotta please. We gotta please the idiot fanboys. Yeah." idiot fanboys like no give me ro give me more uh rose jeesh you gave us a character let's blow her up a little bit yeah she was she was a decent character like i i strongly disagreed with the thing that she did at the end because well kind of dumb yeah no it was it was it was pigeonholed in there yeah well, I get you know after your sister goes and offs herself in a, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't necessarily justify. We're gonna and now we're talking military strategy. Would you blow up a dreadnought with your entire bomber fleet? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was also part of the problem was that like, and that was the reason why um, Poe got dressed down by yeah. Leia was like, yeah, no, this wasn't an important target. Yes, did we have to lose everything in order to win? No. If you yeah. would have just like not been a big damn hero for five minutes, maybe we could have come up with something that didn't screw us over. Well, I mean. I don't know. In Poe's defense, as long as you didn't know that they could track through light speed, yeah, it was a, it was a, it would have worked out. You could More always less, but all those people still would have been dead. Oh no, 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 no! We're 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 talking about an entire fleet gone, <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, a little foresight would have been great. Mm-hmm. You know. And, if anything, Leia should have known that if she could fly through space. But... Yeah. Yeah, they did her dirty. And, yeah. Yeah, there's... Right. Um, there's an excellent robot chicken where Akbar actually survives the explosion. <laughs> like, oh, I guess it's because I am I can breathe through my girl. And then he just gets knocked out of the frame by space Leia. All right, but so I mean, yes, definitely watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and I know Johnny Depp doesn't know what he's doing, but mm-hmm. he still acts his ass off. So it's definitely, especially when you involve Christopher Lee in it, it's definitely worth a watch. So I don't, I don't hate. So I might hate the prequel with Timothy Chalamet, but. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything with Timothy Chalamet in it, no. so I haven't gotten around to Doom yet. Dune oh, yet? So I was about to say Dune. Dune is really good. Well, it's it's. Uh, I don't dare try to mispronounce that director's name. Uh, oh, um, I'm daring. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to pull it up too, so I can help. Okay. Denise Villanueva, uh, uh, Dennis. Oh man, no, I don't remember how to pronounce it either. Yeah, um, it's French, to, yeah. so it's not like I'm. I'm a Cubs fan. I'm used to having p- Spanish pitchers like Villanueva. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think that Villanueva. Uh. Uh, according to Google, it is Denis Villeneuve. Okay, well, I'm sorry to put that S on there, and I apologize. <laughs> I can I can live with the Villeneuve, but no, no, I I'm sorry to screw up a first name. That was my always my biggest thing. Like whenever anybody converted to Islam, it's like I get changing your last name, slave names, and such. Mm-hmm. But your mama named you Reggie. No. <laughs> Respect your mama. <laughs> no, no. Hey, uh, and then then I stop and think like, yeah, but if your family is full of shitheads, 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna recognize that. Okay, like so like my for like I changed my last name. Yeah, I know that to, too. We I think we've discussed right. That. No, we we um, not, not on the podcast. I cut that segment out. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh and like my my first name is is um is connected to my father. Okay. I'm not going to say how so that way yep. people can't nope. guess my security passwords. <laughs> um but it's connected to my father. My father was not a part of my life. And yep. there was a long time where I strongly considered changing it. Mm-hmm. At this point, it's so con- it's connected to my identity to the point right. where I'm just like, I'm not even going to change it. Um, but beyond that, like, like my middle name before I changed it uh, was a guy my mom had a crush on in middle school. So I can, see I can understand when people want to change their names, and I don't, I don't have any well uh, any reservations for that. <laughs> like, well, my, do what you want to do, have fun. Yeah, uh, my middle name Bradley was after the not the college, the university in Peoria. It was after the basketball team. Mm-hmm. So my mom wanted the, my middle name to be Cameron, and my dad hated it. Mm-hmm. So I was born, and my dad suddenly suggests Bradley as my middle name. You know, my mom's still a little bit under. Mm-hmm. And again, more reason why I respect my father. <laughs> oh. um, so my mom accepts Bradley. My dad hated the idea of Cameron. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my mom tells the story as, oh, so I was just, you know, nursing you and a nurse comes up to me and asks, so what's his name? And she says, Russ Bradley Stevens. And the nurse chuckles. And my mom and my mom, what's wrong with that? And then the nurse gives my mom the newspaper that day. The Bradley Braves had just won the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> yes. And I think my mom appreciates my father's play on that. <laughs> As I say, I love my mom, love my dad. As I say, my dad, genius. My mom is someone who didn't expect that to be real life. <laughs> yeah. And I respect her for yeah being who well yeah being who she is not who she thinks and not not how she thinks (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but yeah so yep so i mean we've gone from professional wrestling to willy wonka to uh peoria drinking to (laughs) um our 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 conversations are always a roller coaster oh no but that's what i think that's what makes the greatest podcast like i mean i when i see a pod when i i click on a screen drafts and i see four hour time frame (laughs) all right they're gonna get into some weird shit here (laughs) so i mean i appreciate it and um yeah i mean we're like i guess that that is more reason and when I stop and think about it, more reason to watch the Willy Wonka, sorry, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from Tim Burton is just the entire parental idea or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, I think that really ties things down. And if my, my mom would love it to hear me say that, I think Christopher Lee has given me a better understanding of our relationship <laughs> since she is a huge Hammer Horror fan. And Dracula and such. So beautiful. Yes. So well, thank you very much, Michael Dubois, for taking us on for taking us on this journey through Willy Wonka as we destroy our childhood with Mm -hmm. windowless vans and the (laughs) evils of capitalism. As that one, that one's a usual. (laughs) Yeah. No. No. Yeah, we haven't escaped that. Sadly. Uh, uh, so power to the proletariat <laughs> yep. power to the proletariat down with the bourgeois <laughs> the only thing you have to fear is your uh, 
uh the only thing uh, you have to lose are your chains <laughs> correct yes yes and um uh, thank you station marie harden for help me navigate through the last 19 years <laughs> um and creating still being a creative force and i hope you still touch all those you interacted with beforehand and um so yeah i got all my sentimental bollocks out of the way no mm-hmm. offense stacia I I gave the cat your middle your name is her middle. There's nothing more queenly as Evangeline Stacia Stevens. I don't know what I'm gonna do with uh Skimble Shanks, because that's that was adopted by my ex. I still take care of him. Like mm-hmm. I think that makes him a bastard, and she does not like the idea of calling him corn or soy because he's a bastard from Illinois. <laughs> So, with all that said, do you have anything to promote? I mean, you're quite the Twitter follow on uh, at Gentleman E, a Gentle Them E. Them. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah, Gentle Them E. I've been going feral on there lately. Um, I will be Twitch streaming again soon. Uh, Elden Ring is going to be coming out later this month. And oh, I'm I stream that a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm even getting pumped for that one. So, yeah. Yes, I am. I, as as you might be able to tell from me talking, uh, I'm kind of a masochist. So obviously, I play Dark Souls. Um, and, oh man, um, I thought I thought I was hardcore, man. But damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, I am. Like I grew I, I grew up with Nintendo hard. You don't have an excuse. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, well, I mean. Th- 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 we should talk about my video game history at some point because it's wibbly wobbly as well all right uh, well, we'll get, i grew we'll, up yeah anyways get, we're signing off <laughs> we'll get through gene wilder and then we'll work on video games because yeah. there's enough movies and bollocks like that like mm-hmm. like it was crazy i watched monster hunter which is okay i mean yeah. it's paul ws anderson he is the king of okay <laughs> he's the king of okay but it's like okay well i'm trying to see if this i can cut the credits off and call this movie under qualifying what the hell 11 minutes of credits like i had to put up with 11 minutes to say yeah we can put monster hunter in Smack. so yeah that's what happens when you have like a CG heavy movie. I know, so, no. Like, basically everybody. I already, in I already pointed that. Yes, I already pointed that out with that Alien versus Predator. Okay, it ends at one twenty nine, and it doesn't end till one forty. What the hell? Uh, so you can find me at CatBusRus on Twitter. MainEventOfTheDead.com is my website with all my writings. Um not having all the downtime that a stupid bank job provides you <laughs> means I haven't been blogging as much, but I'll try my best. <laughs> um, so uh, that's where you can follow me. If you want to be on the podcast, I'd love to host you. Send me a email to russthebus 7 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Or contact me on Twitter again at catbusrus at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. And I'll, you know, you keep the focus under 100 minutes. If you want to do, if you want to do the painstaking thing of watching good or so bad it's good movies and then cutting the credits off, I appreciate it. <laughs> so um just sub 100 minutes and it's almost like with this and i'm just gonna say this like charlie and chocolate factory in the 70s you had the overtures not the end credits the overtures Mm -hmm. and it's like what if i cut off all this credits like you see the mpaa logo in the opening credits of charlie and chocolate factory what if he cut the overture off mm-hmm. like does this make the movie 125 because in the 70s 60 70s prior like there were no end credits mm-hmm. so i'm just saying that's eh, a lot of work but <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just saying seeing chocolate being made like okay that's the science channel <laughs> 
I don't think that's a movie. I guess I could cut the, you know, we can start no. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when the school bell rings. Hmm. And now we're I mean, getting. That is when the movie, movie uh, starts. starts. Yeah. And it's like, okay, great. Now, Russ, you've just discovered like, what movie can we sync up to that bell? What's what album can we sync up to that bell ring? <laughs> and now I'm thinking maybe it, no dark side of the moon was for Willy Wonka. So eh. mm. the wall is longer than dark side. I believe. Damn it. <laughs> mm. Maybe, maybe Frank Zappa has something for us. Um. So but regardless thank you very much mike uh michael for uh taking this time to just bullshit about a children's movie which we i don't know how we didn't totally bastardize but that's 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 what adulthood does kids everything you love is bollocks uh, pretty much hold on to your brave heart <laughs> I think was it Braveheart or Tenderheart? Well, I don't know. Grumpy uh, Bear yeah. is reality. <laughs> I will stand by that one. That's still a tattoo I need to get is the Grumpy Bear Cloud Stomach. <laughs> so all right. Well, thank you, Michael. And so uh next time we hear from you, it'll be the producers. I don't think we actually dropped your third wilder, and I think we should probably hold on to that. Okay. Will do. All right. Well, thanks again. And uh, if I don't have any action from BFest, we'll we'll drop it next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Can I hear a wahoo?